Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Low Mid Podcast. It's your boy, Huey Revolution. With me, as always, we got Ramil. What's going on, y'all? And Nemo Zeus. What's up? We have a very good show lined up for you guys today. At the end, we're going to do a review of XXX, Tentacion's album, Bad Vibes Forever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's his last album, so it's the end of an era for him. Yep. We got some trending topics ranging from uh, the Migos and Popeyes to a racist-ass football game. Yeah, and then we got our top three, which for the rest of the year, we're going to be doing top threes that like kind of reflect that we're about to enter a new decade. So for today, we got top three standout moments of the decade, just any moments that have been very, very memorable for us, whether that's in our personal lives, pop culture, anything. But before we get started with the show, man... Um, got some bad news this morning in the world of hip-hop and music uh, we just got word of it like literally before we came in to the internship this morning rapper juice world is dead after suffering a medical emergency at chicago's midway airport the rapper whose real name is gerard anthony higgins had just gotten off a flight from california this morning when he collapsed he was rushed to a hospital where he was later pronounced dead he just turned 21 last week on december 2nd it's a very unfortunate situation, man, and it seems like this has been happening far too often in hip-hop lately. Yeah, it's just been a combination of a lot of our generation being... I, um, when the autopsy comes out, we'll see what caused it, but I'm pretty sure, I'm almost 100% certain it's drug-related. He was mixing something that shouldn't have been mixed together. Well, let's, let's not jump on him just yet until we get that back. If that happens, okay, but for now, all we know is that it was a seizure. Yeah, and I think, you know, people are saying, like, he was... Um, it was no secret that he was, you know, a very, uh, he, he used drugs like heavily. It was, you can tell through his music. So while we don't know that's the cause, um, a lot of people are making inferences based on, um, the way he passed that that might've been related to that. Cause you know, Lean has a history of like causing seizures and stuff, but you know, we'll see. But in any event, rest in peace to him. You know, you got anything you want to say? Um... Yeah, it's very unfortunate that we lost the juice today. But uh, I like, um, just like many other people, um, I really enjoyed his music and still very shocked about what happened. Still really can't believe it happened. Like, I, like for real, I thought that shit was fake the first five minutes. It's crazy, bro. I remember MJ showing me Juice World back when this man had 3,000 followers on Instagram. And I think I've said this on the podcast before. I was like, yo, if if he doesn't blow up, this is like before he was Juice World, like before he had the Cole Bennett video. I was like, if he doesn't blow up, there's no hope for us. Then he blew up. So, I don't know. It's just, it, it, this is probably one of the first times I've ever seen an artist from being nobody to becoming like one of the biggest young artists. So, it, it's just really crazy to see this happen. And... 
uh, we'll 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 let you guys you know we'll update you guys more as the situation progresses. But just for now, just want to say rest in peace, and it's unfortunate. Yep, lost another another guy with amazing potential, but let's move on. All right, so what do you guys want to dig into first? Which topic? Let's talk about let's talk about uh, this Migos deal that just happened. I seen the I seen another promotion for that on the Marta train. <laughs> Migos Migos on next the to Uber train. Eat. Yeah, the Migos next to Uber Eats with like some chicken. Yeah, <laughs> you guys don't know. The Migos just did, made a deal with Uber Eats and Popeyes to have like a Migos discount menu on Uber Eats. With, like that's up to, attached to Popeyes. So depending on what time you get on there and like which menu you pick, there's like an offset menu, a takeoff menu, Quavo <laughs> menu, and they each like come with different deals. Yeah. <laughs> of Popeyes chicken meals yeah. that'll be discounted depending on the time that you. But they have order. to do a commercial. They have to do I a think, commercial for this. I think they already did a commercial. I heard that it was like goofy as fuck too. They have a a two piece, get a wing. Oh my that should be fire. <laughs> so did y'all see did y'all see the menu? No. No, I haven't seen any Have of it. Have you seen them. the menu? Yeah, I saw the menu. Let me see. All right, so let us know what's up. <laughs> okay, so goddamn the uh the takeoff the takeoff menu. <laughs> you can get, you can get, I'm, get, I'm finna get on the takeoff menu right quick. Yeah, you can get the takeoff meal for nine <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a uh, takeoff meal. Yeah. <laughs> she want a Quavo. <laughs> The takeoff Yo, meal. Let me get an offset, <laughs> dog. The takeoff meal is nine ninety nine. Has it comes with five chicken tenders, two sauces, and one mashed potato. Wait, okay, nine ninety nine. But it don't come of, with a drink. That's kind of a lot. That's a lot. I might as well get the regular no two piece. What the fuck is but, that? But it's five. It's five chicken tenders and two sauces and one mashed five potato. Chi- that's not a lot <laughs> for nine ninety nine. I might as well give me three thousand for the regular price. Okay, but the the offset one, the offset meal is nineteen ninety nine, and it's eight pieces, one large fry, one. Mashed potato. That's kind of worth it. That's kind of worth it. The mashed potato comes with gravy, by the way. There you go. And it's four biscuits. Wait, hold up. Takeoff shit don't come with gravy. And he charging nine ninety nine. True. Nigga, please. Yeah. Next time we link, we might have to get which one was that? That that's was the, the offset? That's the offset. Yeah, but but the go. Quavo menu, that one that is- That going to be the best meal. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> that one- that one 18 tw- pieces of chicken for two ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> that one is twenty one ninety nine. Two sandwiches, two- That's this fucked up. the sandwiches. Up. I knew it. Hey, bro, that's two, two fries- one mashed potato with gravy, two apple pies, Damn. and two small drinks. Two chicken sandwiches? Yeah. Damn, how are they going to do that? They're going to make the least popular Migo have the least the least amount of price. <laughs> and the most popular one got the, Get the, the, the most. The whole Thanksgiving <laughs> meal and shit. His cost the most, but it's the best deal, I guess. Oh, shit. So what, what do y'all think? I, bro, I'm not going to lie. I want to order one. I want to get the which one? The, the offset. offset. I want to get the middle deal. I Next time we all link one. up, we might have to get that offset that, deal. Yeah. I'll chip in. But bro, eight does pieces. It, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. But that's I can't good. get out of my mind the optics of this shit. Yeah, just bro. seeing these niggas like What's on the on the Marta train, like <laughs> flashing their chains, and then it's just chicken right next to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that should just that look should, weird. That man. shit does. Look it looks weird. it looks pretty niggerish. I'm not gonna it lie. It looks damn niggerish. Like the deals are pretty good. I might fuck. I might, probably will order it at some point in time because Uber Eats be upcharging like shit. And it ends on January second. But it looks pretty niggerish, bro. I can't <laughs> lie. That's the so first thing I thought. You see some niggas on a billboard next to some chicken. Like get the discount <laughs> meal. Let me get the takeoff chicken meal. And you know, can only you can only order this through Uber Eats. Like order these meals at Uber Eats. Like could you go inside know. of Popeyes and be like, let me get a Quavo? I don't know. I think you can. I don't know. 
That would be cool if we can like just go would, in there. Wouldn't that be the funniest shit? If like, let's say you were recording somebody ordering, like, let me get a Quavo, and the girl behind the counter, like, you want a Quavo meal? You want an offset meal? You want to take off meal? That would be like the most soul plainish yeah, ass. And they're gonna make Quavo the chicken sandwich too. Yeah, man, they made <laughs> the most popular thing. That's fucked up, man. But I don't, I wonder how do they they or the three of them determine what kind of meals they would get? Nigga, they didn't determine that. They probably just was like, this is what you're getting. You think Quavo is sitting there like, saying, I want my I meal know. to be two chicken sandwiches and two fries. That would be funny as fuck if he, he was like, nah, make fuck. my shit. Make, make my shit two chicken sandwiches and uh, got um. Nah, that would be got, five. That would nah. be five, but that's, they didn't do that. You're right. They didn't that's do that. But Would y'all do this if y'all were them? Yes. Without, well, I, if we, I, I, the three of us, <laughs> we could have put that man, shit Man, I don't want to do that shit. I, I would my like face me. next to some discounted chicken? <laughs> just, that's my legacy? Fuck no. I don't know, bro. Well, not next to some chicken, but I would definitely like to get <laughs> Next me to a biscuit and some gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese def- next to a... <laughs> hold the biscuit and some gravy. Get the Nemo meal. <laughs> with a big-ass piece of fried chicken. Nemo meal should come with fish. <laughs> I would definitely like any endorsement. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm saying. The money, the bag is there. I, I feel you, like... But it does just. I know it's not because like 2019, but it does feel a little bit nigger. No, you're. Uh, I get the optics, I, I, I totally it, get the imagery of it. I, I totally get what you're like saying. imagine a white person get like, let me get the takeoff meal. That's what the two thighs and the the breasts. Let me get that one. <laughs> right, right. Oh no, bro. It just it just looks. I could weird. just. But they're the type of dudes that that would do some shit. Like they probably thought this was a fucking epic idea. They were like, no, we gonna fuck with Popeyes on this shit, nigga. Like yeah, I be thinking, obviously, this, yeah. Now how now how do we <laughs> yeah. know how we, how do we know this is probably some shit. Like somebody, they probably was in a smoke session. Some shit came up with the idea, of like, bro, we can make our own fucking meals. Like, you eat this shit anyway, so then it'll make it into a goddamn I I idea. Think you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> I think Popeyes has just been on their shit lately with yeah. marketing, yeah, with yeah. everything. Because you know what happened? Uh, they saw that meme of of uh, Quavo selling all those chickens. And oh, with the, on the <laughs> eBay was, shit, that fake shit. Yeah, that was like, yeah. you know what? The creative creative director of Popeyes has been on their shit. Yeah, they, this is a a good idea, even though the optics look weird. Do y'all remember when they had the rap snacks? Yeah. Yeah, they still do have they the still rap have snacks. Them, right? Bro, them shits are, are good as fuck, they're, though. They're good? I <laughs> never had them. Yes. I never bought them. What's the best it's, flavor? Fuck. It's either the Migos flavor or... Cardi B, the best Rock, flavor? Rock, Rock the Cardi B. <laughs> shit, I don't know. They have a lot of good flavor. I like the little Boosie flavor, surprisingly. Oh, the hot sauce wing? Hot I, sauce th- chips? I think so, but yeah, dang. I'll it, try them. They, they have a lot of good flavors, though. Who, yeah. do, you, do you know who started wearing snacks? Was it Master P? I heard Master P had a hand in that, but I don't know if he started it. I don't know. Probably Bow Wow. I don't know. Well, you giving Bow Wow too much credit. I mean, he was, <laughs> I'm he, with you. he was one of the first ones on there. He was? Yeah. Because one of the first <laughs> ones I seen was Boosie. One of the first ones I saw was Migos. And them too. What's the Migos flavor? That's, Popeye's that's, chicken? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, shit, I don't know. It's like, I don't know the Migos flavor. <laughs> what? Oh, the uh, <laughs> d- Dabbing Ranch, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. That, with a Dabbing Ranch. <laughs> like a lot. They have a dab of ranch. They fucking funny. I like how they mentioned this too in Atlanta when Paperboy was like, "I want." Uh, they, they're trying to give me a rap snacks flavor, cocaine white cheddar. I was like, "Well, somebody kind of The only popcorn one. That's pretty good. That's fine. White cheddar popcorn. <laughs> Come on cheddar. now, cocaine yeah, white cheddar. That should sound extra good. <laughs> Man, that's look, a good idea. But I think, wait, wait, what rap snacks flavor would y'all have? What would be my flavor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah a good I don't even know. Damn. Um, uh, the fucking kelp shake. I don't know. Oh, bro. Kelp shake chips. <laughs> Mine would be maybe some combination kelp of like chips. some honey, hot, some shit, salt, some shit, some, some honey um, hot salt. Yeah, honey <laughs> hot kind of flavor. I don't know something underwater and shit. Just put 
the name, the tro- tropical bliss or something <laughs> to make it work with the N- Nemo name. Yeah, what, what what's that? Fuck, what was their Damn. house called, bro? Damn, I forgot their house. Anemone. Yes, anemone chips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. Does that does that sound? That don't good? sound fire. <laughs> nah, bro. That sounds. I don't know, bro. I'll have to have some. Um, Damn, are all, are all the good flavors taken? They got salt and vinegar ones. I think I'm that is Migos. Sure. What? I thought you I said it was know. a dab of ranch. They, well, they have Let's two. Let's look it up. Let's look <laughs> up the flavors real quick. They, they got two flavors. One is just regular, and then the another one is dab of ranch. I want some, like, super spicy chips. Okay, That's the boosy flavor. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, like, fucking sweet honey barbecue. Oh, shit. Cardi B. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't know. What's but, yeah, Cardi, Cardi B. Cardi B got a honey drip butter popcorn. Yeah, her shit, bro. That shit sound good as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. Cardi on her shit. Cardi was like, I know what the flavors, nigga. I know how to mix flavors. Honey drip. No, you giving her too much credit again. <laughs> Wait, the Migos flavor is barbecuing with my honey with a dab of, of ranch. ranch. So it's barbecue with ranch. And Cardi got another flavor called, with jerk barbecue. Yes. And Cardi got another flavor of habanero hot cheese popcorn. She, she got like jerk four barbecue. flavors. Jerk barbecue. Doesn't Nicki Minaj have a flavor? Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Cardi oh, has no. another goddamn flavor, cheddar, cheddar barbecue. Jerk Okay, Trina got a goddamn flavor. Rod says that one's fine. We're going to have to try some of these wrap snacks, bro. Honey jalapeno. H- haven't I showed y'all to them? No. We've oh. never tried any of them. I haven't we, tried Hey, any. yo. I've seen them in stores, We should though. try all of them and rank all the best. Yeah. Rank them from Maybe that, that could be best. a video. Let us know if y'all want to see that. Lil Boosie's yeah. Louisiana Heat. Migo. Oh, shit. Migos already have white cheddar with a dab of ranch. I'm doing salt and vinegar. Lil oh, Yachty got a fucking wrap snack? Yeah, that shit, that shit was good as fuck, though. Hot, crunchy curls. They look like hot Cheetos. Yep. Oh, that's fire. Yep, those shit <laughs> are good hot, as fuck, Hot, crunchy too. curls. Uh, no, wait. Curls. Does he have another flavor that has, like... Hot, hot cheese fries. Don't, no, that's the good one. Where, do they taste fries? like Do they taste like Chester's? I don't know. Well, no, wait. I think it was... I don't know. One of the, one of the Yachty flavors was so fucking good. I was like, what the fuck? Romeo Miller <laughs> got a fucking wrap snack? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's a legend. Fetty Wap got, Fetty Wap got one. Have to. Mm-hmm. These are all the flavors that I've seen. G-Easy flavor would be uh, original. Nicky doesn't have one on G-Easy here. G-Easy flavor would be uh, plain that, potato that's chips. That shit would taste like <laughs> apricot and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That so. would taste like them fucking kelp chips that we had. That, ugh, bro. I think, I think, I think just the Migos idea in general, it's, like you said, the optics and the imagery is very, you know, stereotypical. Niggardly? And, yeah, it's niggardly for sure. Yeah. But they're niggards. Whoa. Whoa. So, you know. You know, <laughs> damn. You know, yeah. I said it. It looks weird, but it is. Some of the deals look kind of good. <laughs> of course, the Offset one is the best all-around deal. Thank you for God for our audience. The Quavo one is the most flashy deal. That's facts. And then the Takeoff one is the most practical and lineal. Yeah. Kind of reflective. All right, y'all want to move on to the next topic? Yes. Fried that chicken. Oh God. <laughs> it's Jalen's topic. Oh yeah, let's rock and roll. Okay, so uh, this week um, there was a football game, and it was a high school football game. Let me get the details of this real quick. So there was this um, football game, like high school football game in Detroit, and the, it was a video that came out about racist parents spitting. And throwing things at football at black high school football players when they were kneeling during the national anthem. So here we go again with this. Um, obviously, we know why they were upset at the players, quote unquote, because they were fucking kneeling during the national anthem. Um, and I thought that this this you whole the video, yeah. Um, 
And I thought that the whole scene was just fucking ridiculous that we still have, like, keep in mind, their parents are there, too. You're just going to think you're going to spit and throw shit at somebody's child and insult them and there's not going to be any kind of so reaction. That's part of that. So what happened? Do you know what happened after that? So actually. Because if I, someone was spitting on my kid. Well, yeah, it was. Um, knocked them the fuck out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People got, somebody got punched. So this is a long ass caption. So I'll just read the highlights from it. Um, so they, they were throwing food, cups and whatever at the players. And then um, a punch was thrown after an Almont parent, which I think that was the other team that they were playing called Almont. A punch was thrown um, after an Almont parent bumped my player and the player bumped him back. The parent punched the player in the face. The parent punched the player? The parent punched the player in the face. <laughs> a child? Yes. Wait, but why were they throwing things at the players? Because they were kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah, so the true. fight had nothing to do with that. A player just bumped into it. Yeah, no, it, they were throwing things, so then they reacted to them throwing shit at them, and then it became like this whole riot ruckus mm. that kind of broke out at the game. And So, so like, it was every- the other team's parents that were spitting on them? Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, are you spitting on your own kids? So, yeah, no. So, um, yeah, so then... Or interestingly enough, according to sources, no arrests were made. So this other team couldn't have been from Detroit as well, right? Like, where are these white parents from? Um, Indiana or some shit? Okay, so, let me see. Um, Probably some suburban area in this, Michigan. This sounds insane. Yeah. Um, let me see. Spinning on children? Almond? Oh, um, the site apparently ignited rage. Um, in the stands among f- members of the mostly white parents and families of Almond High. Almond Township, which is less than 1% black, is a suburb roughly 40 miles north of Denby's white coaches. Um, also, were being called Wiggers. Um, so it's a predominantly white town. Who was called Wiggers? The coaches of the black team were called Wiggers. The white coaches of the black team were called Wiggers by the racist white people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So... Um. Yeah. I mean. I mean. I, I know it's you guys think up. this is bullshit. Yeah. What are y'all thoughts on this? Oh, I couldn't really. Oh, you mean like bullshit in terms of like it's yeah, fucked up? Yeah. yeah. I couldn't really understand what was happening in the video because like all I saw was just a bunch of yelling, and then next thing I know, the players are in the stands fighting the parents. That's that's kind of fire. I hope some of the uh, players knock some of them niggas out. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I'm looking at the video, and you just see like, and keep in mind, these are not small children. These are, you know what I'm saying? These are just young men. These yeah. are young they're adult high men. School, they're high school age. But even still, man. I yeah. mean, football players, but they're still kids. Yeah, they're like, kids at the end of the day. You're a grown, even white, racist ass. Even if they were doing ass. some actually stupid shit, which they weren't, just expressing their, you know, they right, were, right to protest. Exactly. But even if they were doing something that was dumb, if if they're children, you don't spit on them and throw trash at them. But think about it, though. They didn't even do anything directly to you, and it got you so pissed off that you started throwing objects at them and started spitting on them. That's one of the most disrespectful things you could ever fucking do to a person to spit on them. That is yeah, fucking bro. disgusting. And you think you're just going to sit there, and I don't know if they did. I don't know what they the thought fuck. thought this was 1932. Yeah, they thought <laughs> niggas was just going to take that shit and just be like, oh, well, Holly G, keep and your, then walk off the field. Keep your head down, kids, and just walk on in. Don't yeah. pay them any mind. They thought this was goddamn the they movie 42 the, and yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> they thought <laughs> this was the Ruby, Ruby Bridges movie and shit. <laughs> what the fuck? No, we fighting the fuck back. You're not finna just, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was some bullshit that happened. And I, it, it's crazy that in 2019 we're still dealing with this kind of shit. Like, as much as we hear about racism and as much as we know about racism, the fact that even shit like this, like this is some shit that feels like it would have happened in the 60s. You know what I'm saying? This should happen this week. So 
you're the fact that it got you that upset to where you're gonna throw shit at somebody else's children and spit on them and injure them and punch somebody in the fucking face because they protested something that's makes sense for them to protest like i thought that was it was asinine bro it's asinine as fuck that's when it was pretty lame asinine all right man so fuck all y'all parents um (laughs) i hope those players beat the shit out of y'all what if you were one of the parents whose child got spit nigga, on? Nigga, do you know how fast I would run? <laughs> you know how fast I would run across that field? Bruh, oh my gosh, nigga, it'd have been war up in that bitch. Yeah, but shout out to those players for standing up for themselves and the parents that stood with them. But, and I hope that they get some compensation for that. Yeah, that's that's pretty lame. So let's let's get the elephant address the elephant in the room. It's yeah. final season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, man. fuck. God damn, that's what's been uh, running, circling through our heads for the past few weeks. And it has been, I didn't, man, I thought college was supposed to get easier as you went along. God damn, right? This has been my hardest semester yet. Yeah, it's been pretty tough. Yeah, this, finals week has always been, like, the fucking worst for me. Bro. <laughs> but, it's like, like, no, I'm sorry, continue. It, it's, it's, like, really stressful and all, all that shit. What were you about to say? <laughs> I was going to, it's like a double-edged sword, right? I do like final season more than midterm season because it's, like, the the end. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, it's no just, matter what happens, I'm out of here. You know, no matter what happens, no matter how bad or good I do, at least it's over after this. Because midterm season, you could be like, "Fuck, I got like a, a 30 and it's like you still got to try to fight for the rest of the semester to try yeah. to get that shit back. Oh up. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it's like it's even more stressful because these grades are weighted higher. Exactly. And the work now that when you get to higher levels is more strenuous, like eight page papers, ten page papers, that type of shit. But it's also like, well, after this, it's over. So that's just, man, that's what's been um, occupying me and my time. And I'm usually already very busy. Now it's just like times eight, you know? Yeah. So I think for me, whenever finals come up, and this was back in high school, like I used to always do this semester. I set myself up to where like I put myself in the best position before the end so that I'm not super stressed about the grades at the end because I'm just, I hate to get to the end because sometimes people fuck around and like just put shit off and don't really care until the end and it's too late. Mm. And then you can't pass, but like like similar to you, you, <laughs> you like, can't pass. Like you can't fucking pass. So uh, like, you're not allowed to pass. <laughs> like man, yeah, like just eight page fucking papers. Yeah, and bro. just it's not even like necessarily the difficulty of the work. Sometimes it's just the amount of work from each class yeah. that's overwhelming. Like one of my finals, I have five short essay questions. Then I have five. I have five short answer questions. Then five short essay questions. I'm like, why the fuck do we need five? essay questions <laughs> five essays oh my gosh what and i like fuck? how they like give you essay questions even though like while you're in class when they give you regular essays to do they're like and don't wait to the last minute because you can't write an essay in just like a night or something but yet we have to write five, five in a in week like, <laughs> mm-hmm. logic in like sometimes it's like in like an hour or two hours if you're just sitting there doing the essay questions so so have y'all had any like years where you had to take a final and it like helped you boost up your grade or something like has mm. it, have you ever like had one of those oh shot like do clock, or die yeah the dude, shot clock cheese finals dude, have you yes, ever had those yes um i think sophomore year for me i was taking this one class about like sub-saharan africa right mm-hmm. and we had like three assignments <laughs> in the class so it's like even if you did well on the other two, you could still fuck, fuck yourself up if oh you don't pass God. the final. And like part of the final was first off memorizing every uh country in Africa. 
<laughs> and that's just one section. Then we had to match different <laughs> trade deals and all this shit. You got to memorize 50 <laughs> fucking tra- countries just to start out. And the videos that they did. But I, I use YouTube to do that because I had to do that for yeah, class too. I, I watched this one video where you like, they'll sing a song. It was, it was the same. Moses in South Africa. Africa. Yeah, yeah, that, shit, that shit was fun. I was like, I was singing that shit in my head. And then it like follows a straight path too. So you'd be like, Papua New Guinea. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, bet. So that shit helped me a lot, even though I couldn't remember all of them. But And then that's the worst part is that, well, that's not the worst part, but what he'll do is he'll blank out some that you don't have to remember. But it's like, fuck, what if that's the one I fucking remember? And the Damn. other ones are the ones... You know, I mean, now your te- point total is lower because you remember less that shit. shit. That yeah. shit trash, bro. Are y'all, are, y'all, are y'all a proponent of take-home exams or in-class exams? Nigga, I like... Shit. Ooh, it depends on the class, but yeah, bro. Yeah, it really does. To be honest, I kind of hate take-home exams. Me too. when you have a take-home Fuck. exam, it's going to be more extensive. Exactly. Because they know you have more time and, or they know... Yeah. Unless it's like a take-home exam that's formatted like a regular exam then it's yeah, cool yeah those are clutch because you can those just those are the clutch ones <clears throat> but if it's not one of those you know what I'm saying then you have to like <laughs> write a paper and it's like oh yeah I hate, I hate when that shit's like 80 questions but then it's like like you, like you said five essay oh questions that should be so like gay. why are you throwing me up? <laughs> why are you throwing me the fuck off because yeah. they're like okay because they're like okay y'all always complaining about final exams in class so take it home but you have to answer 20 essay questions in the span of three days you, I'm not, yeah you have three days to finish you it. have three yeah. days to finish and, it. and nowadays like once you start you can't stop and come back oh yeah that's so it's true. just like you have to prepare it's basically like a take home and then some of the teachers monitor how much time you're spending yeah. on the question yeah 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 like <laughs> so they'll know if you're if you're what, going to google Google or something. Yeah, bro. What was the um like our, our media class? That's a good example of like a decent take home final where it can, excuse me it can be timed, but it's just like multiple that choice just, questions. It was literally just like all the quizzes we had taken. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather do questions any time for a final than a fucking essay. essay. I hate writing papers for stupid shit. Yeah, that's my problem, especially like. For, like, one of my classes that I have, it's, like, all year we didn't do any writing for this class at all. Mm. Then it's, like, the the last, the final is to write an eight-page paper. And I'm, like, what? Why? Why, <laughs> bro? Why? Why? So, so what, ha, have, what's the funnest final y'all ever had? Acting finals are always fun. Man. You just my theater act. final? Yeah, yeah. Which is, the, which is acting? You just act. And, or, or film finals are pretty fun because it's, like, it's stressful making the film, but... All you have to do for the final is come in and show the film, and then that's pretty fine. Bro, let me th- Unless it's a film theory oh. class, which I have to write a ten-page paper for. Ew, oh, yeah. Ew. disgusting. Bro, let me let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you about this this disgusting. one this one finals experience. It's it's kind of like a mixture of both a shot cl- a shot fuck. shot clock cheese okay. moment, and it's also like a fun final. All right, so high school engineering class, right? I didn't really fuck with the class, but the teacher knew that I love stadiums for whatever reason. So, um, sophomore year, I was kind of, like, doing bad in her class. But then <laughs> she was like, okay, how about this? Design a stadium, and then if it's five, you can pass. I fuck with that. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I fuck with so I had to, like, I had, I had to design it on the 3D models, and I had to, like, actually build it. And you know what? Turn that shit in. Good little grade. So, but then the engineering <laughs> class after that, we had a different teacher, and that that teacher was strict as fuck, and she was lame as fuck the entire year. She had the <laughs> she had the worst assignments and shit. But 
at the end of the year. She to was find like, make me another stadium. Basically, she was <laughs> like, you have to design something on the 3D printer. And I was like, let's make a stadium, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> let's make let's a stadium, go. y'all. And we did that shit. We designed it. We, we designed the Viking stadium while it was still being built. Bro. That I shit mean, was so fun. That, that's the best part of those type of finals like when you know you did it well it's like okay i brought myself all the way back out of the depths of hell but for me the (laughs) the worst part oh my god i hate so much about any finals is like especially at the end end of the year is when you've taken all the finals and you're like fuck i don't know and then you have to wait like a week to see the grades oh Oh, yeah we're gonna have to do that again this year yes we are and then you have to like fill out a survey before you get your grade Oh, it's the most stressful thing ever, bro. Fuck. And it's like, you don't get to, in some cases, you don't even get to see what you made on the grade. I mean, on the on the shit. Nowadays, you don't. We just get A, A, B. Yeah, you don't get wow, to see your yeah. specific assignment grade. So it's like, I got like scripts and certain scripts that like I did for classes that I don't know what I got on them. I know what I got the grade. But like certain grades, you don't never find out. And it's just like, well, I can only assume yeah. that I, I did sure well. I, yeah, I don't fuck with that either, bro. Because no, if y'all I are going to make us turn in our assignments on time, we need to get our grades on time. At least time. email me and let me know. all of our, every teacher waits till the last minute to put in the rest of the grades. Yeah. And it's like, well, bitch. Well, then why, <laughs> why couldn't I... Give me a couple more days to do the the final, or you know what I'm saying. And why you assign that much fucking work if it's gonna take you that goddamn long to put in goddamn exactly. fucking grades? Because last year, goddamn, at the end of fucking fall, one of my professors didn't get the grades in on time. I had my grades were there, and his well, grades one said, was like pending. It was like NA, and I was wow. like, "What the fuck is this? What am I supposed to do with this shit?" So then, like, I don't know. If, I don't know if professors get in trouble for that shit. They should. Um, yeah, they should. So, and then like a day later, I was able to see my grade for his class. So I'm just like, that lets you know that like the window between when assignments are due and when grades are due is too short sometimes. Any um, tips for for uh, anybody listening that's stressing out during oh, this final uh, season? Also, real quick, um, speaking like back to like um, finals that aren't so bad when it's like a video project or something like that, like not a movie per se, but like a video project or something that's like creative. That you can do, like what we did for our media class and what I did for my um, film seminar class, those are not as bad as far as like making them, but those shits are usually 50 or 60% of your entire grade, so you can't fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So that's the stressful part about it. Like if it was like a paper, then they'd be like 15%. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's just another tidbit. But um, shit, definitely, like if you have essays or something, like some tips I would give, definitely. Um, don't 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 put it off to the last minute dude like i'm just going to say just straight up don't procrastinate because one of two things is going to happen you're going to have a shitty paper and it's going to get graded horribly um or you it, you might miss the deadline like to be honest you know what i'm saying set reminders in your phone yeah cuz um papers i mean finals be due on different days and you might be like, okay, I have until the 12th to turn all these in. And it's like, oh, one of them was due on the 10th, and you might be fucked. So set reminders in your phone. Make a list. What I've done is I've started organizing lists in my notes, which I hate organizing shit and making checklists and shit, but I've had to. Um, any tips I would give was is, like Jalen said, you know, don't be like me. Do the, the hardest one first if you can. Do the most time-consuming. Um, not even the most time-consuming. Do the most annoying final first, the one that's like – the fucking 10-page paper that you're like, ugh, I don't even want to get started on this shit. Get that one out the way when you have some free time so that you don't have to be doing that one last because it'll fuck up your whole vibe. You know what I mean? Um, Try to get that out the way first. Manage your time well. 
just relax because this is it, you know. Just do your best, try, and you'll be fine, you know, because after you turn everything in, that's all you can do. Don't stress out too bad. Don't be freaking out. It, once you turn everything in, everything else is out of your control. So just do what you got to do, and um, you'll be fine. Um, some tips for me. I suggest use as much time as you can studying. And remember, the study groups are your best friend. Yeah. And make sure you use as much time as you can quizzing yourself because that also goes a long way. And also, sometimes even if you have, like, individual papers to write, Get you some friends that are serious, though, but y'all can sometimes just linking up with some friends and all y'all just work on y'all shit just to help you get started can help because you, you may not have started otherwise. Yeah, yeah, that's a good support group kind of mentality. All right. Good luck to you guys. And good luck to us as well. Goddamn, yeah, because <laughs> fuck, man. All right, top three? Yes, sir. The top three standout slash most memorable moments of the decade. From 2010 to the end of 2019. Yes, who wants to go first? Uh, fuck it. I guess I'll go first since y'all look nervous. Um, I'll all go right. Second, then. <laughs> all right. So, <clears throat> for me, there was a lot of great NFL moments, but the one that surprised me the most, and it's it's pretty close between that and the the Falcons, but. Is it's definitely Super Bowl forty nine when they didn't run the ball. Now <laughs> I was now it was Patriots versus Seahawks, right? Mm, I remember that. And I was going for the Patriots because I did not fuck with Ray, uh, Russell Wilson. Fuck Russell Wilson. And you're probably wondering well, what do you got against? Yeah, him? what do you have against Russell Wilson? Exactly. So, bro. All right. So I'm finna explain to y'all why I hate Russell Wilson real quick, real quick. All right. So <laughs> this nigga. I don't I don't like his play style. First of all, this first of all, his style is literally he just runs in circles and then he flings the ball and he relies on the O-line and the wide receivers to do the work. I don't like his style cuz he always gets fucking lucky as fuck doing that shit. I hate when he scores touchdowns that way. And he he has so many fucking game-changing moments based on that style like it all started like in his third game in the NFL ever like. So Y'all probably remember this. 2012 Monday Night Football, he was going against the Packers, right? The last play of the game, he he did that that gay shit. He 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 ran around in circles, and he flung the ball. And then his wide receiver, Golden Tate, he caught it at the same time as the Packers did, right? And then uh, they fucking ruled it as a touchdown slash interception because they had in the replacement refs, and they fucking won the game off of that bullshit, off of the replacement refs. So ever since then... Russell Wilson, he's had a lucky ass career. Don't like I like I don't remember that, but I think the uh also too, he's also had like really good defenses. Like Yes, and that's that's what, to, I'm yeah. not taking nothing away from him. I'm not saying he's not skilled or nothing like that, you feel me? But I'm just saying like I mean don't get me wrong, the nigga fine. I just don't yeah. I just don't like him. You know you what I'm saying? It's personal. Is it personal? It's personal. It, it, I guess it's personal. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess it's personal. And it's funny because Russell's like that. the most unassuming looking guy. Like Russell's just like so chill. And you like <laughs> if you if you walked in the room right now, you'd be like like he'd yeah. be like that dude in the um in the golf picture with the pink polo on with the thumbs up. That's Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's Russell Wilson. <laughs> but nah, I, I don't I don't mess with him. So anyway, back to the Super Bowl. So yeah, in the Super Bowl, right in the last drive of the game. Russell Wilson, he had he had a bunch of those lucky ass gay ass plays, right? And then 
he had this big play where the nigga Javon cursed. He juggled the ball while he was catching it, and then he fell to the ground. I'm like, what the fuck? That's the greatest catch I've ever seen. These niggas are about to win the game. And I'm like, fuck. They get to the one-yard line, right? I'm like, fuck. These niggas are about to win the game. It's about to be just like the giant Super Bowl when they shut out the Patriots because that, that gay-ass catch – well, no, that, that catch was fine. But <laughs> – Oh, okay. you talking about the David Tyree one or the second yeah, one? Yeah, the, the David Tyree one. That catch is like a fucking legendary moment. Sorry. And then when they get to the one-yard line, right, they pass the ball. And Dumbass. And a, a random ass nigga intercepts it. And I'm like, what? It, it, what is going on? Everybody on the Patriots sideline all happy. And I'm like, what? They Because it didn't look like it in real time. Yeah, I, You didn't know what happened. As soon as you just saw like him running to the other dude, everybody just started cheering. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And then it was like, oh, he got an interception. I was like, well, damn. That was like literally the worst thing that could have happened to the Seahawks. But, yeah. So, um, yeah, Super Bowl 49. Gang. Oh, oh, one last thing. Uh, the reason why this football moment is on this list versus all the other ones is because that one went super-duper viral. Everybody was literally saying, why didn't you run? Yeah, damn. And then then Marshawn Lynch get like then he leave because of that. Did did he leave or somebody got fired or something or he eventually left. That's I, yeah. He, but I, I heard that yeah. was like one of the biggest reasons. That's one he was of the pissed. biggest. Yeah, because he could have got two Super Bowls, but now he only has one. Damn, I do remember that. Actually, do you want to go second so I can keep thinking about this placement? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, my number three moment from twenty ten to now. Um, I'm going to go with um, high school graduation day. That was tight. Um, the actual moment that I'm talking about, were you on the – did you ride the bus there with us? No. Damn, I wish you would have been on the bus with us because, like, you know that commercial that they have, like, with the graduates on the fucking train? Y'all remember that commercial? Like, it was, like, somebody filming it. And, well, it's a commercial like that. And that's what it felt like. And just, like, everybody was on the train in their fucking, uh, you know, cap and gowns and shit. And, like, for, like, one day – it felt like like everybody was family. Everybody knew each other. You know what I'm saying? We were all happy as fuck. Like, even if you didn't talk to this person, you were talking to them this day. Everybody was just cool. Like, the lame-ass dudes were talking to the popular-ass girls. You know how that shit go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, you're graduating, huh? Yeah. You're, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, didn't nobody give a fuck about, like, none of that shit. Everybody was just happy to be all graduating and headed to the dome. Like, for that day, it felt like we were all, like a real class, I guess, like in a bigger sense. You know what I'm saying? I remember just riding on the Marta train, heading to the dome. Like we flooded that fucking train. We just took over Marta for like a few like like for like a, a few hours. And I remember like just yeah man, like everybody everybody's mood was just the greatest that day. Like I think that was the happiest I had ever seen people at our school at one time. Like we didn't get that fucking happy at pet rallies, mostly because they did, weren't all that. But um, yeah, graduation day stick like is a is a is a very very fond memory of mine. So um, yeah, that's my number three. That shit was tight. My turn <laughs> <laughs> for my number three. I'm gonna go with the day that uh, Jaden Smith released Sire. Whoa, interesting. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Stand out for me because I had been listening to this nigga's music for a long, long time since he was making pumped up kicks, remixes, and shit like that. <laughs> and it was just fi to see him go from that 
to artists that like really only I was listening to in my circle and in, in, amongst people I knew to release his first like commercial album that like did pretty well and was like pretty well liked by the people of our generation because the older generation does not like it <laughs> at all but it was a lot of it was like a culmination of just things I'd seen Jaden working on for a long time I thought it was Fi that he did it in his own way and I think he made it look like a movie and he made it look like a movie I think nowadays he kind of lets other people's opinion from the older generation affect his music too much but I will always like Sire coming out as a project because that was fine. I don't, I don't, I've, I'd never been fans of many artists like that. And that was one of the times where I like saw it from all the way from point zero to point, like whatever. You thought you was the only person in the universe listening to this? I was. <laughs> I, I know for a fact. <laughs> he was like, you heard of that new Jaden? The fucking Jaden. Like, Jaden Smith makes what? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was fine to me. After Earth, so, nigga? So that was just a fire ass time in my life, too. I don't remember what specific time that was, but I think it was like fall. Yeah, you. It was, I you just said remember you had just turned twenty. Was it one of those ages? And I just remember chilling in girls' cars, listening to the album, <laughs> just hanging. It out, is a good album, though. Eating chicken nuggets and stuff, and it was fire. Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so my number two, uh, my number two standout moment is when. Me and my childhood friend first discovered Young Thug. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is that's crazy. What that's year was this? 2011, I think. That is so Atlanta. I love it, bro. This shit was so fucking. Wait, funny. how old were you in 2011? I was like 12. <laughs> yeah, I was like 12. So damn, bro, you're young, bro. <laughs> <laughs> damn, nigga, that's like almost the age of the year. That's kind weird. of. That's weird. All right. Yeah. So, let me let me tell y'all. So, my childhood friend is that's my boy Khalil. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. So, I live in an area that's like it's kind of the hood, but it's safe, but it's still kind of dangerous, but it's safe though. Now or then? Same. Okay. So, well, now it's a little bit worse, but anyway, <laughs> uh, and and I went to a white school, right? So. All the music I was listening to was either on the radio or just internet niggas, right? But my boy Khalil, he would put me on to the Street Atlanta niggas, right? And I would give him a chance because I didn't know what that was like, and I wanted to hear somebody fight, you know what I'm saying? So he introduced me to niggas like Rich Kids, and then when we got to Young Thug, I was like, Young Thug? Because this nigga's name, because at first I was bugging out on how basic his name was. Yeah. Because it's literally young, young and thug. Little did you that's know the, it would get worse. That's <laughs> the most generic, like, rap name. It was like, uh, my name is Young Thug, dude. Because, you know, niggas would be, uh, niggas would at least be creative on how they're going to kill you in their name. Because, like, you know, Ghostface Killer, that's creative. <laughs> but it's literally Young Thug. He's a young thug. So, that's like, but that's like saying my name is Lil Boy. <laughs> you dig? There are niggas out there with names similar. <laughs> Lil exactly. Chicken is well, the worst I've heard. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but anyway, so, so he he showed me Young Thug, and so he played this song called "Okay Cool," and I was lying, I was laughing, okay, cool. I was laughing so fucking hard because first his, his first ad lib, literally the first word he says was "thugger," 
That's literally the first thing he I said. Got- That's the first thing he said. <laughs> And then, the, damn y'all! Oh, how y'all so good at doing that? Say it, try it, Huey. Try it. No, bro, try it, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> so, so then the hook was just okay, cool, okay, cool. That was the. <laughs> I was, I was laughing so hard. I was laughing so hard, and then he just, and then my friend Khalil, he just looking at me like, bro, it's not funny, bro. L- listen, what he's saying, bro. And he got mad. He was just like, he was just like, no, it's not funny, bro. And I'm and I'm listening to the words, and he's saying, okay, cool, okay, boo. I'm, I'm like, what, bro? This is how it was not how this is not funny, bro. So, so then he drops another tape called Ten Seventeen Thug. That's when he got that's when he got signed to Gucci Mane, right? So he he showed me that shit, right, and. He had this song called Pikachu. I remember that. That shit was so fucking funny, bro. Cause the hook literally goes like Pikachu, Pikachu. I was dying so fucking hard, bro. Yeah, so, that's so yeah. So <laughs> then, Pikachu. <laughs> Y'all niggas are too good at that, bro. Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can it's it's fun to say. It is fun to say. Yeah, bro, that fuck? nigga that nigga was, he, he got catchy, bro. So I so it, it, there came a day where I checked out his mixtapes to see what he was actually talking about and I was like, "Hold up, this nigga on some shit." That was in like 2012, bro. That's when you start that's when he started getting high. That was for real. Wasn't that when uh around the time like uh, Danny Glover came out or that was around that yeah. time? That's when he was bubbling, so that shit was fuck. Yeah, so then 2014 is when he blows up, and I'm like, dang, I, I actually know this nigga. Hold up. He from this area. Like <laughs> so, yeah, I was like a Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Got you. Oh, shit. Hey. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. We're, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, go ahead, Nima. I think Nima was done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, all, that's, that's all my, she wrote. That's my number two moment when when I first discovered Young Thug. Shout out to Khalil. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Thug. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. That is funny as fuck. All right. So my number two moment from the decade is most definitely when the Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Golden State Warriors in Game 7 of the 2016 Finals. <laughs> yes. yes. Some sports watching yes. ass. Yes, yes. Right. Let me the tell Cleveland you something, Cavaliers bro. when they beat the... Yes, bro. And I'm going to explain to you why the fuck this moment is so significant in my life. Because you're this from is Cleveland, ha- happily, right? Nah, hell nah. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big LeBron fan, and um, this has to be the greatest sports moment as a fan that I've ever in, like I've ever had. So they were down 3-1. Y'all know the story. They were down 3-1. No other team would come back from a 3-1 lead before. And this is against a 73-win team, an historically all-time great team with the best shooter of all time. And when Game 7 happened, I was just like, okay, all they had to do was get it here. And now it's anybody's game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I was watching it, you know what I'm saying, like, you know. Um, we had multiple TVs on it at the crib, you feel me? And so my dad was actually going for Golden State. You feel me? He op, he op. You know what I'm saying? So, he did. Um, so, you know, and honestly, once they went down 3-1, I kind of conceded a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I was like, well, you know what? I'm still proud of them for making it this far. Uh. <laughs> I thought these niggas was done. I thought these niggas was done. I was like, there's no way they finna win three straight against a team that hasn't lost three straight all year. Ooh, and now they're going to lose shit, three straight? That shit was kind of funny, though. So, okay. And then... Okay, so game seven happens, right? 
And, you know, I'm noticing, like, okay, LeBron and Kyrie, like, they're going in. They're doing good or whatever, right? That last two minutes of a basketball game was the most stressful two minutes of my fucking life. Because everybody was missing. Nobody was making shit. The game was just knotted, right? And so when LeBron had that legendary goat-ish block on Iguodala, I was like, oh, this nigga, nah. This nigga not finna take an L, like, for no, for nothing, right? <laughs> so then, of course, we know the story. The block, the shot, and then the lock now on uh, Steph Curry. The block, shot, and then the lock. He blocks the shot, and then Kyrie hits the biggest shot. And I still don't think Kyrie got enough credit for hitting that shot. Like, bro, you hit the fucking game-winning shot, and in Game 7 of the NBA Finals in which you were down 3-1, but it's because, you know what I'm saying, LeBron's on your team, so he kind of didn't get as much rub as I thought he should have, but you feel me? Then, yeah, when that buzzer sounded, I was screaming all over my fucking house. I was talking shit on Snapchat and Instagram. Can nobody tell me shit? My cousin called me fucking screaming and yelling. Goddamn. That, mm-hmm. I felt like I won the championship. I did win the championship that day. I won. I, <laughs> I won, won with the them. I was on the team. I was on the team. I got an honorary ring. This nigga giving the speech at the end. I was. Get, I was. I should have went to the goddamn podium. Shit. <laughs> shit, bye. I was really fucking with the memes from those series too. Yeah, man. Yeah, that shit was funny. Shit was amazing. So yeah, that's my number two moment, bro. All right, my number two moment. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bit brief. Um, I'm gonna go for when Infinity War was released in theaters. Wow. I've been a, a a a comic book fan for a very long time since I was a little tiny little kid. Mm. And uh you know, I've been watching these movies since the first ones, you know, since since before the first one because the first one's Iron Man, but the pre, you know, the Hulk movies and shit. I've been watching all these. I've been watching every single movie, keeping up with all the lore. I know all the characters. I know all the characters they don't even mention yet, the characters that are coming in the next phases and all that shit. I love all that stuff. And to see so many characters and to have followed a congruent storyline for, like, almost a decade from 2000, before the the decade had even started, from, like, 2008 all the way up to, what was it, 2017, 18? Yo, man, it was just so awesome to see what they had uh, Marvel put into place culminating with all these characters being in the same movie like that shit does not happen I don't think you guys realize how it doesn't That's, it was huge how difficult it was for the studio to get all those characters over all those years make them fi make every movie besides a few hit and then have just it wasn't it was like I love movies as well this was like more than a movie it was like an experience it was like going and seeing like a live event or something it was just so fine. I'm going with Infinity War over Endgame. Both of them, if I could make it tied, I would. But Infinity War is just the first time it had happened on that scale. And mm-hmm. there was nothing like going in there. That initial rush of seeing everything and then that ending, man. Superhero movies don't usually end like that. So, got to go with Infinity War. Mm. Yeah, I remember uh, my, my friend showed me Civil War on my birthday. And that was that a, shit was fine, too. That was a good clash, too. I was Yeah. All right, so my number one moment would have to be specifically November 2016. There was this one moment. All right, so look, gather around for the campfire. Okay, so I had an ex, right? And mm-hmm. what had happened was during this specific time, 
in November 2016. She was mad at me because I tried up her best friend one time. Because, you know, when you know what happens when niggas oh get horny God. one time. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Jesus okay, so continue. I, I was just like, fuck it. Because, you know, bro. She, she, <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> he's I was like, just he's like, like, no, I don't know. She had, she had the camel toe pig, bro. Come on now. Like, <laughs> so I was just like, fuck, nigga, her best friend. Nigga, you're, uh, damn, okay, bro, okay. A, I'm, I'm, not judging. I'm not judging. You feel Little me? Little guppy Nemo. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Turn into a big shit. fish. Well, you let me just try it out. Man, it might work. Fuck. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that, that, it, it, obviously, <laughs> it, it obviously did not work. Oh. So she, w- she obviously did not talk to me for the rest of the week. So you know what I did? What'd you do? Well, actually, first, um, I found out that um, my ex was having a photo shoot for her clothing line, right? Tight. But they didn't have any photographers, so I hit up somebody that was close to her team because, you know, she was going to talk to me. I hit up someone. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine not. I, I hit up someone in her team. and You hit up her best friend again? Yeah, ba- basically. <laughs> I mean, you did? Yeah, I, I hit up her best friend, and she was like, you know what? It, we're probably just going to do an iPhone shoot because, you know, uh, she doesn't really. So they needed the kid. <laughs> yeah. <that's what> <laughs> so <laughs> I, she told me, yeah, just pull up to this address at this time. So I did. And well, actually, before I did that, I went and picked up some fucking flowers because, you know, your boy was kind of soft. Aww. Oh, that's that's nice. It's not <laughs> soft, nigga. That's the least you can do. <laughs> <laughs> After that. After that shit. You, you, did you get some chocolate, too? Oh, you only been on that lame, soft shit. But, you know, a nigga did try to fuck a bad friend. So, you know, I go God so, damn. I, I could give her one flower. So, yeah, I, I, I surprised her. With the flowers and with the camera, and I was like, "Let's do the photo shoot." And she was happy as fuck because boys don't give her flowers. And yeah, so we we Aww. so we made up. We did the photo shoot. It was fun as fuck. My nigga Sohan pulled up to be a model, and that shit was fun. We mobbed out in Five Points. No, no, not Five Points. East Atlanta the entire day. But then Damn. after the photo shoot ended, uh, it was just me. Her, her best friend, and her best friend's a nigga. We were just chilling, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that wasn't part of the job description? We was just chilling, huh? Okay, cool. We, we, we were just chilling, right? We were about to go to the car to, was, get, to go back home, right? I'm assuming this nigga didn't know. And, or no, no, nah, he, he, actually, okay. I don't know. But but anyway, that, that's, not, that's not important. That's but, besides the point. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, so... We're about to go to the car to go back home. But then we see my ex's boy toy, right? We see him walk into a restaurant with a girl, with a different girl. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> this, is, this sounds like... Okay, go ahead. Uh, so so we're, everybody's turned up as fuck, be, except for her, my ex. We're all turned up. We're all mad. So we, we go and infiltrate, goddamn. We, we, we go up to this nigga. We're going to call him Kyle. For the sake of the story, we go up to this nigga Kyle. We're like, "Hey, what's up, Kyle? What you doing?" He's like, "Hey, what's up?" We're like, "What, what, what the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Shit, we're going to get some sushi." Wait a minute, hold up. Let me get this right. Tight. You and your ex girlfriend walked up to a guy she used to mess with and another girl he was with and questioned them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, "We finna go get some, some sushi." sushi. Yeah. What exactly, y'all finna do? Exactly like that. And we was like. Shit, we're gonna join y'all. You know what I'm saying? I knew it. God, Leah I knew so, it. So what we did was it we sounds got, like the perfect setup for like a swingers event. Like there's like oh, 
There's four eight, couples. Th- yeah, y'all need to go and on a retreat. All of y'all have like history. We got history. Yeah. <laughs> this sound like shit. We can get some sushi closet. too. This so, like trapped in the so yeah, so we got a table right next to their booth, right? And we were. Uh, Damn, I want some fucking sushi. Yeah, and her best friend was mad as fuck because that nigga was basically cheating on her, and that nigga and my ex had feelings for him. And, oh my god! And she was I love octagon in this yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. in this motherfucker. And I love trapezoid. And I love rhombus. <laughs> Y'all got oh too god. many shapes in this bitch for me. Y'all got too many shapes in this bitch for me. Oh my god! So while we were ordering our food, right? Uh, my ex, she gets all sad and walks out. So <laughs> I, I know. So I follow her. And she's fucking sad as fuck in her car playing Death Grips and shit. So I comfort her, and then we come up with this idea to just stunt in front of him. So we go back into the restaurant, all happy as fuck, holding hands and shit. And then we start making out in front of him, and he starts getting salty as fuck. And then him and his girl, they just leave. And you know what? Her best friend told me that as they left the restaurant, they were looking at her like all stupid and shit. Like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> so, so it was a happy ending to the night. I got the girl back, and it it was a good three months after that. Dope. That's a hell or no five months. Yeah, good more five fuck? months. That's a hell of a tale, sir. That is, yeah. Ooh, shit, you can't wrote wrote that no better. No. Nah. <laughs> you can't write shit like that. Like, I don't. Tyler Perry. No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> this happens when you have black kids. From the hood the that part, go to that, a white the part that really escalated for me was when she said, So we walked up to this nigga. Me and my ex walked up to the nigga that she used to fuck with. What are you doing? As a couple. Like, not as a couple, but as a couple for the day. It was like, What the fuck are you doing, boy? Like, you know, that shit was crazy. That's a funny ass story. But So who's number one is next? Uh, mine. So. My number one moment uh, would have to be I'm gonna go with us um, when we were at um, our first our first campus movie fest event, mm. and we did not know if our film wore nothing, which you can check out on YouTube by the way at the Little Mid Channel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know if our film was gonna make it because you know it's set up to where 16 out of hundreds of submissions only make the first cut. So, um, and by the way, I was leaving work. And I had slick forgot that, that was the day that was happening. So uh, our homie Trey and Huey were already there, and Nemo couldn't make it, I don't think. Yeah, I couldn't make it because I, fr- I also forgot that it was that day. But I had some fucking homework, and I was already, like, on the other side of the city. Yeah, so I was like, I got my I left work, went home and showered and got fresh real quick, hopped in my mom's car, <laughs> and drove and drove straight there from the house. And I got there. It had already started. And then it was, like, on film number eight, right? So then I was like, yo, Hugh, and I'm talking to Charles, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You know, they was like, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, nope. They, nope, they ain't showed our shit. Yeah, right. So then, of course, as film. Oh, and if you guys don't, yeah, yeah, like you said, not everybody gets in, and you don't know whether you got in or not. Until you, sh- until you show up and see who the fuck made it. Yeah, <laughs> so, and so, yeah, um, as fate would have it, we were the last film shown. Dun, 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 dun. And me and Huey fell on the floor, literally. Yeah. On the floor, like behind the seats. We were jumping up and we down were like, and making noise. As soon as like they said, and the last film, and then like the first scene of our film popped up. You just see the we, title and shit. We fucking fell the fuck out. So, man, that was a great moment because we wound up winning Best Story, I think. Man, I, I wish was, I was fucking yeah. there. Man. Yeah, I wish you were there, dude. Like, we won Best Story, which was, um, which is that 
the same thing as the silver tripod thing. Yeah. Okay. We got a silver tripod for best story. Yeah. And then, you know, like we never wish some people and got some t-shirts. Um, so that was the number one moment just because like that was like the first time or our second time, but the first time us as like the modern group that we are was in a situation where we entered a competition. And by, like, by the way, just a little backstory real quick. Like the editing process for that film was, you know, stressful. yeah, it was a little stressful. You feel me? Cause we thought it turned out a lot better than we thought it would. Um, so, yep. Um, yeah, bro, that's my number one moment that I'm going to use because that shit, the anticipation and the stress of not knowing whether you made it and then being the last one it was awesome. Was awesome. And then the um, people that hosted it telling us that they really liked our film. Yeah. That was yeah. cool, too. Yeah, so that's my number one moment. That shit was great. That was a great moment, man. <laughs> uh, for my number one moment, this is a very recent moment for me. I'm going to have to go with the uh, first time I starred in a a play. Oh, oh yeah, recently. my boy went Broadway. Yes, for the for <laughs> starting to play for the uh, for Georgia State University this past November, early November, and man, that whole experience was just one of the greatest moments of my entire life. Um, I got to meet so many great people. I got to have so much fun. I got to realize that you thrive when you're doing. That. Well, I didn't realize this, but it reinforced my thinking that you thrive and you're your best self when you're doing the things you want to do. And I really needed that reboot, that reboost. Um, in the year to kind of get me going and get me feeling better about life. And it's done so much for my confidence for me as a man. And uh, I'm just going to keep doing things like this. And yeah, it was just one of the, definitely one of the greatest experiences of my life. I'll never forget it. And um, one love. And you did a great job. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, made made everybody. Uh, Yo, they should too. have somebody yeah. like they should like release that as a as a, fucking as, a movie. as like a that yeah. Fire. Put that shit yeah, on that, Netflix. That, 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 that would be a fine. They should cast us all. Oh, that would be so. That would be dope, right? They should release that shit. Oh, and um, stay tuned. If you guys missed that um play, I will be in another play in the spring semester with a lot of the people from the cast from that oh, show. Oh, tight as fuck. Um, and we're gonna be like making and creating our own play and. It's going to be at Alliance Theater, I believe. So stay tuned for uh, for information on that. In other words, my nigga Huey is booked. I mean, so, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Be a part of history. Come out and support your boy and um, gang shit. Yes, sir. Okay. Album review time. It's time for an album review of XXX Tentacion's Bad Vibes Forever. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, this is actually an album that. He wanted to drop back in like 2016, but right when he was about to drop it, he got locked up. And when he got out, he wanted to focus on 17 and other shit. So, yeah, that's what basically happened. So it's crazy that he wanted to release this before 17. Yeah, because um, yeah, it just it, you it 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 feels like it was supposed to come out after because of the things he was doing here, and you can hear some like. I guess influences from this in 17. Well, I thought it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah. that's interesting. So um, let's see. General thoughts. What generally thought about this. You know what I'm saying? It's, it basically focused on his alternative sound, his grunge sound, like you said. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that he's he's got some frequent collaborators coming back. As far as the production, like, you know, John Cunningham and Ronnie J, more specifically, I like that. But what else do you guys, well, first, what, what do we like about the project? Well, um, I, 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 
Oh man, it, it's it's interesting to talk about this project just because of the circumstances surrounding it, how it was put together. Yeah. But the way I went into this project looking at it, given the circumstances, is while I was listening, I was like, yo, this is like X's last concert for his fans. That's what this album feels like. It's yeah. just if he were to come in and be like, I'm going to sing a few songs for you guys, and then we're going to all go home. He's just singing his heart out on a lot of this album. It doesn't really turn into any sort of rap project until, like, the last quarter. Yeah. Um, for, like, the first, more than the first half, it's mostly just him singing and being alternative, bit poppy and stuff like that. But overall, I would say that I like this project for what it was. Um, it, it, Yeah. And that that's just what I'll say to start off. What yeah. about you, Ra? Um, I generally liked it. it was it was cool. Like the production on um some of the songs was I thought was really good. Um I liked his energy on some of the songs. Um yeah, those are just my opening statements on that. That's just like the two biggest things. All right. So y'all wanna do you said you wanna do pros first? Yeah. So pros for me, um of course with any X project, it showcases a good amount of his vers- versatility. Because, you know, the main thing I like about X, and this is the main reason why he's my top favorite, I mean, top five favorite rapper, is because he has his ability to, like, make any song in any genre and actually make it sound good and sound like it, it belongs in that genre. And that's what I enjoyed about the majority of the alternative slash grunge songs on this project and the shit that he was posting on SoundCloud. Mm. So that was very refreshing i guess um i liked how he was kind of uh expanding his flows because you know he had he came up with a bunch of different flows especially on that question mark project this kind of feels like an expansion of that mm-hmm. and you know it was just cool to see him you can you could see lyrically he was starting to really grow as a person you know it I, in all of his songs and all of his like really deep songs, you notice that he is kind of like ready for death. He knows what he knows that the death is coming to him. But and one of the songs in this project, it sounded like he was accepting the fact that he actually wants to live a long life. Yeah, which was like that. I, that was one of the songs that I did really like. But I thought it was man, it was a bit morbid that some of the titles that these songs had reflected kind of his situation unfortunately but it was like interesting because i was like did they just name these songs this this just to <laughs> be like contra like what the fuck but you listen to the song and that's like the hook that yeah. he's singing <laughs> and it's like wow that's that's interesting that's very interesting um for me pros yeah like x's versatility is always something that i can appreciate um, just because I like it when artists mix things up, especially given that this album was, I usually like albums that are a bit more better at world building. But th- like I said, this was just a display of like, here are some songs that I wanted to give you guys. It sounded like he was just having a lot of fun on this album, um, specifically when we got to like the later half where he was rapping or like, you know, doing the singy rap shit at the right. end. Um, and specifically having fun with his flows, having fun with his content and lyrics. Like, I really like, I thought it was funny that, like, was, like, the second song, X-Bitch, is just, like, 
a singy pop song. Yeah, like but like he's like song. saying, like <laughs> "You can call me daddy," like all this shit. And but he's singing was, it like it's nice a pop too. song, yeah. which makes it funny. Um, there was another song on here that I just thought was just funny as fuck. Oh, what was North Star? Where he's just like fucking around, and then he, he like stumbles off and trails off at the end. You could tell that he, that was like a draft, but you could hear that where he was going with it was like he was just having some fun with it, and it was kind of funny to me. They just and you making a face like you didn't like that song. See, the reason why I don't like North Star is because I heard the leaked version. The leaked version is way better. better. And so that's interesting. I was gonna. Is there a different beat on the leaked version? Bro, let me play that shit. Because I could tell. I was literally having my notes. I was like, I wonder if they created this beat for this verse because he sounded a little bit off beat, like very slightly off beat. <laughs> yeah. And one thing, another positive I would say was, <clears throat> if they did do a lot of that throughout the album. You usually can't tell. The average music fan probably wouldn't tell, wouldn't be able to tell. But there were definitely moments where I could hear, like, oh, they stripped this audio. Oh, they glued this this together. Oh, they did this, you know. Um, but for the most part, everything seemed pretty, pretty like the engineers on here. You could tell they worked hard to yeah. kind of make try to make everything sound as best they could. I also really appreciated that aspect of the album, the fact that the engineers did what they did with what they had. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let me know which version sounds better to you. Let me skip to the... I'm only going to play like five seconds of it. Let me skip. All right. I could tell because I was like, he sounds ever so slightly offbeat. And I was like, that's not usual for X. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, this matches... The beat matches his flow a lot better. Yeah, that yeah. sounds better. And then this is the version that fucking ended up on here. How the fuck do you skip that? Do they still have the um, thing in the original where he, like, is saying some shit and he trails off and you can tell that he's like, Meh. he just starts doing that and, wait. at the very beginning. Or like, at the first verse that he has at the end of it, I, I forget what he's saying, but just like, and then, like, he starts rapping over that part because he was just trailing off and saying nothing, like he was freestyling or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, in the first yeah, version, yeah. too? Yeah. Okay. It's literally the exact same vocals with the fucking... We'll, we'll get in, yeah we'll, I'll get into the details about interesting the beat. pros <clears throat> it was um I liked like some of the things I really enjoyed about the album was like the production and I liked how X um X's energy is pretty consistent with his songs like even if he's doing something alternative his lyrics are still um they still kind of like really enough they still hit the same as if he was rapping them even if he's not. Like to me, not to me. So, like, even like an on X bitch, like, I like the fact that it, like the the whole song was just like some chords, but like when he was like, I like I like the flow on it without a beat. So like, I think that that was like one of the pros, like his flow, and then I think the features on here were pretty like good for the most part. Um, so that was one of the pros. Um. And yeah, that's that's pretty much my pros. I really like how he uses his voice as an instrument yeah. throughout the entire thing. He really does, especially yeah. on some of these tracks with features. Like, yeah, his yeah. Voice is kind of like an, an additional piece of the instrumental a little bit with the transitions. Because some of the um, rappers or singers are coming to the beat in a completely different place from him. Um, 
And, like, you know, even with how, like, some of the audio is just recorded differently. So you could tell he, they, they or he wanted to give his voice a specific sound at that point to kind of just have it. Because like, there's some points where it's, like, which I kind of – I didn't like this so much, but it, it works to the point that you're saying where, like, I can't understand what he's saying. Or I can't <laughs> understand what some people are saying. And it's just, like, a mood for the beat. It's just, like – and it's just, like, part of the atmosphere of the beat or something. Um, there are parts – I did want to say that I thought the atmosphere for some of these songs were really good yeah, for just, uh, for like sure. – especially – we'll get to it, but, like, that last song, the atmosphere for it is kind of really good at getting you into, like, all right, I, I see what he's going for with this one. Uh, well, I'll say maybe not a lot, but a couple songs in particular that I'll mention. The, um, the features – okay, so the feature that impressed me the most was Kill Station – because Wait um what song was that on limbo limbo featuring kill station that that one impressed me because kill station he's usually on the members only projects and i usually enjoy his verses but he never meshes well with the beats because they always try to give him on this hip hop sounding beat but that's not his sound so when they mash up on when they mashed him up on this rock sounding beat on this album it sounded fi so I follow Kill Station part, even though it does get a bit repetitive. Yeah, I don't remember what that song sounds like, but I wrote that I, that I thought it sounded a bit too uh, poppy, and I didn't really yeah. like it. Yeah, because that's that's what the yeah I, I I totally feel you on that, and the beat is kind of like poppy as fuck, a little bit pop rocky, pop grungy, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, all and three. it was definitely a bit repetitive, man. But what I will say is um. Some of the features I, I liked, um, they were placed well. I liked more than I thought yeah. I would, like yeah. uh, Trippy and P&B. And there's that other um, Jamaican singer on one of those songs. What's that fucking song? Royalty. Wait. Definitely not Royalty. Get that shit out of here. Yeah, I did um, not fuck. Bro, he... he you talking about that Hot song. Girl? No. Is that song? Oh, wait. Is it Hot, Hot Girl? With Tory yeah, Lanez with, and the other Tory Lanez wasn't on there, but... Um, they, yeah, they they labeled the songs wrong. They labeled that song wrong. Oh, um, oh. but I think it was um, what was the name of the person? Wait, hot, was that Hot Girl? No, I'm think no. I did like that female singer on Hot Girl. I don't know who that was, but I'm talking about Mavodo on that other song or whatever his name is. Oh, okay, that's okay. That was nice. Well, royalty. I thought that was trash. What's his name? Kimani Marley. Um, I wrote. It's that type of Jamaican music that makes me cringe. That was my least favorite song. I hated that song yeah. so much. Wait, wait is, it, is that royalty that you're was, talking about? That was the one with Stefan Dunn and that other nigga with the red dreads and Ke- and Bob Marley's son. What the hell is Stefan Dunn? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was The royalty. one with Bob Marley's son, I didn't like that. that. I didn't like I think that's ro- that was royalty. I did not like that shit very much at all. See, okay. Also, wait. Well, you keep going because I got to find this person. See, back in like 2017, he... He 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 did a snippet of this Jamaican song and that shit sounded hard as fuck and I thought that's what royalty was gonna be but it that, that royalty was not it. I want that one I want the one that that he previewed on the Snapchat. Um, kill my vibe. That's my shit. Uh, Tom G. 
killed that. Bro, no, he sounded like Anderson Pack if he like smoked cigarettes yeah. for a hundred years. I, I did not. Somebody like in the comments said that he. Somebody was like, "This nigga need a bag of cough drops." <laughs> yeah, he sounded so. I did not like that shit at all. Who is that guy? You know him? Tom G. I, that was the first time hearing him. I thought he flowed well on it. Nah, I thought and he flowed well. I on thought it. it was trash. I thought that shit was trash too. What? Yeah, yeah. But also, I pointed out that song because at the beginning, there's a part where X is like, "You gonna die." Like that Trippy Red mm. song, and I wonder if Trippy heard that and then made his song or vice versa. At the very beginning, it was like if you he said you do something, he's like you gonna die. You go. You know what the Trippy song I'm talking about? It Hold sounds, it sounds like I'm something Trippy would say. That shit, bro. It's like his most popular song right now. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh shit. Hold yeah. up. Keep keep talking. I'm gonna find both songs. All right. So. Y'all, wait, y'all, are we got, have we gotten the cons yet? Let's get into the cons right now. So, the well, ma- Some of the cons were some of those features. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I like that song with Rick Ross on it until Rick Ross came on. Yeah. Hold up, hold Rick- up. That's it? Oh, that oh song. I know that okay, song. Okay. No, I didn't like now that Now listen song. to, what's the song, Kill My Vibe? Hold up. Let me find it. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep talking while I find this song. <laughs> Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um that Rick Ross song, he sounded he, he just didn't fit he didn't he, he, he didn't did, sound he sounded so out of place. He yes, that's what it was. He sounded so out of place, bro, and that shit pissed me like, off. I, I don't wait, like okay, how they sorry, did hold that. You go kill my vibe. I don't know, it's Oh they ain't even playing it. They're not even playing the rest of it. Damn. Sorry, hold up. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. No, I, I didn't like Rick on that. It's just like, and and the Tory Lanez one, bro. I didn't. Oh, I like, didn't like that song. Period. I didn't like that either. No, Tory Lanez part was trash. Yeah, I'm, yes. I, 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 I don't I'm not need a fan to. Of Tory. I don't need to hear him singing that way. Yeah, <laughs> like I was not a fan. Right. <laughs> this man sounded so disturbed when yeah, he said bro. that. I only I want to hear him singing. I don't that need way. to hear him singing like that. Hold up. Here it is. That man sounded like he doesn't. <laughs> man. Does it sound kind of similar? I mean, it is going to die. It is kind of the same flow, but I don't I don't, know. I don't hear uh, too much of a similarity. But and it's the, the same, same hook. But, hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just noticed that. I was like, interesting. But I think another another con for me was um, the, the length. The yes. Length definitely the was. Length and that's was why I said, I said I had to look at this <clears throat> as if it was a, a concert for X fans exclusively. Because if right. you went to, like, this is going to be my last concert. You would never want it to end, right? Which is so it's like you can't look at this as a standard project of like, okay, well, let's just save some for the, you know, keep keep us wanting more because this is it. Mm. So it's kind of just like I get it. The only thing I didn't mind the length so much. What I minded was the first half was very heavy on the alternative sound, very heavy on the pop sound, mm-hmm. indie sound, and I did not. I wish they would have <laughs> broken it up a little bit more with some of the. In the later yeah. half, with some of the because that's what he tried to do you know with question I mean? mark, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and this one was like so much of it was the singing X, and it's like it's cool, but singing X doesn't always hit for me like that. Yeah, not I, always. Like he doesn't always hit for me like that. Sometimes he gets it, he hits it out of the park, like with the last song and and that other song um, couldn't. What what's it? Chase. 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 Yeah. Wait, wait. What's that other song where he's like? Uh, Heart Eater, that was a good one for that. Yeah, and Heart Eater. Want to Grow good. Old. That, he killed it with that. But, like, some of those other songs just kind of just, like, him singing as if it was a concert where they just want to hear your voice and just yeah. hear you. 
So yeah, <laughs> that did yeah. hurt it some in terms of replayability, but it wasn't that for me. It was just more so the how linear it was, how similar the first half was of just oh, this is a bunch of singy songs, which I don't yeah. think X. You know, I think he's he not. He, he doesn't ex- excel at that necessarily. But sometimes he, he does. He, sometimes he does. It's just like I don't need to hear that back to back to back to back to back to back to back because my favorite X might be where he kind of meets that in the middle. Yeah, for most of the album, like. I don't usually want to hear him singing for. Mo- I like to hear that more when it's like the interludes or every once in a while. It's like nice to hear him singing, but I think my favorite X is that that like um, if he's gonna sing that um, Heart Eater X, where he's like singing, but the, it's up tempo. You know what I mean? Right. Or that um, like Eat It Up X, where he's just being weird right. and rapping. Like I like those two versions my the best. I think. I'm- just real quick, another con for me personally is just it was this this album was too heavy on the pop sounds at some points for me. Like that's not yeah, really yeah, my yeah. type yeah. of music. Yeah, so which I, and that's another yeah, thing that's that affected the first half. It's for me. it's like it's like when you hear it sonically, it can sound decent, but that's just not the type of music that I like listen to it personally. Has to, it so, has to be crafted very well. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So I feel like people for people who like that genre genre of music, they might gravitate to it more. But um yeah, that was just like one of the cons for me. It's just like some of the songs were just too poppy yeah. for me for my taste. And was it was it that song with Rick Ross where it's like you could clearly hear that the vocals were stripped from another song and they were muddy and was I don't it know. It's some. No, st- it was the demons one, probably. Was it that song? Because yeah, man, it was some song where I was like, "Oh, this is clearly stripped," and it's like, "Ooh, I hate." Kind of when I hear that, like I get it, but it's like it never feels like a song to me. That's how I just, felt about North Star, bro. That shit. That's how you felt about North. Star? Oh well, because you heard the. Yeah, I feel you. It felt a little bit weird and off, but I didn't even like it as a song. I liked what he was rapping about and how it just literally sounded like he was just having fun, and he was right. just like. Hey, I'm going to just put this on here. And see, okay, so here's the main con for me on this album and with other X's projects. So the main thing he does, which I don't like and it's kind of hurting him, is he has a bunch of good subjects, right? Mm. But he doesn't dive into them or he's he's extremely vague or he, something like that. He, that's, the yeah. main, that's the main thing I don't like about this project and it's a good example of that is the school shooters one you know what i'm saying i feel you because that one he i was, think that may have been the verse that was like very, nah. yeah that, that okay go ahead i'm sorry go ahead see we can wh- get into songs in a minute see one what, what else what else don't i like shit there's a bunch okay let me touch, <laughs> let me let me touch a, a little bit on the length problem you see x he believed in brevity because, uh, you know, his song, his, his albums were extremely short. Now, a 26-song, I mean, 25-song album, 57 minutes, I don't think X would have went for that. It would probably be, like, 40 minutes if he were still here, if I'm, if I'm keeping it real, if he decided to release an album that long. Yeah, I don't think he would have released an album this long either, which is pro- some, where some of the problems come in. Yeah, and with some of the song structure, you could tell that, he this is not his this. creative mind. Yeah, which, ooh, that was, like, the parts where you could hear that, where it's, like, you can hear the stitching of the songs together. You can hear <laughs> the muddy vocals. It's, they make you cringe a bit because it's, like, it's, like, a little Frankenstein song, you know, that X probably yeah. would not have made. It's, like, I, I don't know. I get it. Like, they're doing the best they can with what they got, but it, those moments did make me feel a bit weird. So, 
how do how do y'all feel about the Lil Xan flow he pulled out on two of these songs? Which songs? He pulled out the Lil Xan flow on School Shooters, and he pulled oh it God. out on the, the, like, the one with Craig Zinn. You talking about like the whispery kind of low? You talking shit? about the like where it sounds like he's flirting with rock? Yeah, yeah, those flows. Like, uh, hated that shit. That one, I hate those. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't like. The, they never like hit that. for me. Like and. They never hit for me. I don't like that style of music. I think if anyone could have made it work, it was X yeah. to kind of combine <laughs> it with being in the pocket. Because when yeah. you're doing that, you're never in the pocket of a flow. You're just kind of doing like just doing something. Because uh, yeah, see, with, with, the, yeah. Yeah. with the school shooters one, he actually made that shit sound fine. He but, did. No. But on the other song, that that's where it was more like a Lil Zanny type no, of – that shit was so trash. So I you didn't think, like I school shooters? I like school shooters. I didn't like school shooters. I like – I mean, the imagery was cool, but it didn't do enough for me. I don't think. True. I don't think enough time was spent on the song for it to True. be and, and its full potential. And that's the thing. I think like, it should have been longer. Right. Yeah, that's. What it it should have been longer, and that shit made me so mad when he started spazzing out at the end. It sounded like he was about to have a five verse. I kind of like that. He, wait, wait. What was that one song where it's like he was doing that shit, but then the last half? Hold up, I'm gonna find it. I'm sorry, keep going. Was it the only time I feel alive? Was it that one? Okay, but, but what made me not okay? But it's not the fact that I didn't like him spazzing out at the end of that song. What I didn't like was that it sounded like he was about to say Ooh. something fine, but he didn't say it. Of, sorry. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, and that song, I think to me, to me, that's one of my favorite songs because actually, you know what? When Lil Wayne first came on the song, I was I like, thought that sounded like Uzi, bro. Yeah, when Lil Wayne first came on the song, I was like, this nigga just sound like he just. Threw something on the track. He was like, Triple X, I was in a Triple X. I was like, That's my problem. That shit was well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. But, but when I, like, as I'm listening to the verse, I mean, I, I, I like the verse. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Because when I think he said, um, Give me Barry Grace, I don't give a F. That's classic. That's some, of bars, time, some of the bars were fine, but it's like you can tell that he's coasting and it just happens because he's Lil Wayne. It's coming out pretty <laughs> yeah. good. But you know it could have been better. Yeah. Like, you could kind of hear, to me at least, it's kind of like, oh, I'm just doing this song. Like, you know, it didn't seem like, no, the art project it should have been kind of like, well, like, you know what? I, I don't know, I know. I know exactly like, what I, you're I get what you're saying. Like, Kendrick, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they like him going yeah. full they force and trying to match it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was cool, but yeah. it was kind of just like. Honestly, I eh. think he just matched what X was doing, which yeah. was yeah. do the uh, the touchy subject, make the atmosphere of it. Right, that right. Was, that is what I was going to say. Yeah. A lot of these features, even though I didn't like them, they did well with kind of matching the tone of the song and doing their best to kind of like keep it together yeah like it sounded like a project even though in parts i was kind of like i don't i don't like this well, yeah but, you know for sure what, what are y'all some what are like y- y'all favorite songs um, oh and i'm sorry it was um what was that song you said the only time i feel alive it was that because he started off rapping that weird yeah. rap flow but then when he flipped the beat and started singing i liked that part but i don't think i would have liked that part if it wasn't for the contrast of the first part being so weird because it's like all the other songs were so singing and all that that would if you would have just kept singing again i would have it would have got drowned out but the fact that he started off like that then switched the beat and came in with this more like pleasant sounding flow was nice because it made me appreciate the more pleasant sounding flow and the context of the song better. Like that I, need, I need that to break it up. You broke it down eloquently. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, I just needed this and that. And just, you know that's yeah, how, that's, that's how why I, I take my notes, about. bro. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because <laughs> if I don't take my notes, I'll forget all this shit. Um, Fave tracks. tracks. Yeah. Okay, right, first off, so I really nice. liked the last song. The last track was a perfect ending track, bro. Mm. It was just the perfect track to make me just appreciate the album and just kind of be like, I'm going to have to come Farewell. back to that because my first reaction was lukewarm, but it's probably going to nah, give me I that really, same reaction. Yeah, bro. It, it was like, this is great. This is great for me. I also liked, um, uh, uh, what was that song that I was talking about? Want to Grow Old. 
was really great. The title was so sad and morbid because of what happened, but it's like it was cool that what he was singing about, um, like you know what I'm saying that that was that he did want to grow old and he was like getting rid of the um bad memories and of stuff his past. Like that. Yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. trying to I become like a message. better person. Yeah, for like, sure. I was like, that's cool. For sure. Um, I liked Eat It Up because it was weird. I liked attention sounded like classic x with that rap slash pop sound that i really that i like that's one of my favorite versions of x um the interlude at first i was not feeling it but i did find myself singing along to it at the end on hot girl i really think that that feature stood out and that other i think Madvodo or whatever since they got the titles of the features wrong i I don't remember everybody's name but y'all know what i'm talking about Madvodo or whatever Mm -hmm. i really liked his verse it's like one of the only times where I heard here like a um that's the style like cuz like Jamaicans can be in the pocket and these like UK niggas with that sound it's like y'all can be in the pocket if you really try but sometimes <laughs> y'all don't linger in there enough and y'all just stray too far on the outside and it's like I get it it's like that's y'all thing that's what y'all think sounds good but for me personally it's like no nah, I'm not fucking with it it's not fucking with it and I did like the parts where um nah oh, oh the song that we didn't like royalty the only parts I liked was um, there was a part in the song where the the nigga with the red dreads or whatever, the feature nigga, where he's just like, hmm. <laughs> Those two hmms made his verse a little better, but it was still kind of trash. Um, I liked X-Bitch. Um, that song is just so catchy. It's catchy as fuck. What else did I like? I liked the song with him and um, Tori. I mean, not Tori. Trippy and P&B. Um... <laughs> surprisingly that, i didn't really like trippy's part in that surprisingly yeah surprisingly i didn't mind it when i listened <laughs> through the whole song i didn't even notice Tori I did, I and didn't trippy notice. were in there yeah till i went back i was like oh that is trippy so it, like they flowed well with it it's not like they yeah. did anything stand out but they did enough to like they were like the glue for the song you could yeah see. so I, those are the songs i think I, oh and i liked heart eater i really liked that song that's yeah. a good one that was five yeah so for me I like X Bitch, Bad Vibes Forever, School Shooters. Man, it, fuck, there's a, there's a lot because there's a lot of songs. Obviously, damn, uh, Triumph was good. Eat It Up was good, of course. <laughs> uh, Heart Eater was also really good. Those are my, I guess, top five or seven. I don't know how many listed, but I like, like those them. are the songs you replayed the most since you probably listened to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite tracks are, I like the intro just cause that helped build the world for the album. I think I did like the intro. I like the intro. I liked him yeah. talking about just about like, like, I don't want to be on that negative shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Like whenever, whenever X talks like that, you can just feel X's passion. So I like the intro. I like X bitch. I like how it was just a couple, you know, he just sitting there with a guitar. I just picture him with a guitar on like a stool and a microphone. Like, you know how like they have on those, a fucking like, port somewhere. white boys in the quad singing those yeah. songs to the girls. He's like doing that, but his lyrics are like, I can be your daddy, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. His, that's the shit that's His funny. melody. I like the, I really like the melody on that song. I like School Shooters just because I, I like that beat on School Shooters too. Yeah, like, I don't know. That beat just gives you like a ominous. It's kind of like, 
You know what I'm saying? Like I'm finna fucking like I just feel crazy today yeah. at school. <laughs> I yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like that's, that's great. That that was what he did. Of that track is was good. Yeah, yeah. I liked. Um, <laughs> I changed her life. World building, excluding Rick Ross for the most part. I like the song without him. Yeah. Um, I, I really, really. Niggas, I'm sorry, but why do these niggas keep getting Rick Ross? Because I mean, features? shit. I mean, come on now. I, I ain't gonna doubt. Like, okay, he's Rick Ross. He's big, but, but he's not good. I mean, he, he a lot of people like him. He's got that's some hits when I was in yeah, he middle got, school. That's the thing. It's like he's never bad, but he's never good. What's yeah. a standout See? Rick Ross verse? Shit, I don't know. But it's like on, it's just um, always fucking, like um, on fucking um a standout Rick Ross verse is from fucking Devil. Shouldn't be taking you that long. Oh, that's how you know that shit was trash. I didn't like, but it Rick, wasn't. I didn't like Rick Ross on that song. I'm I sorry. Did. I'm sorry. Continue. All right. So um, I like Change Your Life. Um, I like Kill My Vibe. Um, I like that dude Tom G on there. I, but I, I really like the beat more on Kill My Vibe. It's like a very like happy, like kind of kind of sounding beat. One of the to me the best feature, one of the best features on there was Craig Zinn on the only time I feel alive. I felt like he ate on that shit. Really? Yeah, I do. I felt. Oh, like, wait, wait. I, think, I think I did write that his feature was good. Like Craig Zinn's there. feature was, I think it stood out. To I me. hated X part on that song. Bro. Yeah, I, X, I couldn't do it. X bro. part was 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 just you know he, it was he there. That, he had that Louisiana flow, bro. I couldn't do it, bro. But in contrast to Huey, I don't like the song switch on that song. I felt like it could it could have just stayed with the beat it had, because not because the second half was necessarily bad. I just really really liked that beat on that <laughs> song. Like, and but it's the, like you, the, you didn't want to hear X's first part come back in, right? No, nah, I'm saying the instrumental switch didn't have to happen. That's I think what, it did because Craig Zinn was done. So it's like, are you gonna bring X back in doing that thing again? <laughs> I mean, he still. He, he, I'm, that's he not to say that it wouldn't thing. have been better had the beat still been there. It could have been better. He mm. said that thing. Nah. But, but Craig's in. I like. I, I did like how he approached the beat, and I liked. Um, I like the interlude that, that, that never ends. I like that, yeah. and I like North Star. Um, damn, and those were like the the tracks that stood out the most to me. I but for the most part, just a lot of this. Like as I got listening to the album more, it just kind of felt like I was just being like dragged along like it just the length got to me oh, and interesting. it got better as it went along for me nah, it's like me, i got the hard part out the way first of all the track that seemed very similar then the end was when it was like the x that i was used to that i really really liked see for me the first part was good then there was a bunch of dead space and then it started yeah coming back up. yeah i kind of I, I argue with you on that for the most part like i think the beginning i, th- I think it started strong yeah it started strong and then fuck. it kind of tailed then off just, uh, and then it yeah, kinda I just, yeah i don't very know much disagree. but for me it was just the pop sounds just became overbearing because yeah, that, the, but that's the thing exactly. the pop songs w- sounds were so heavy in the first half though school shooters is not a pop once you got song to, to the me, but what was that he, was the only non-pop sound that, song. in the beginning yeah where it was almost kind of some rap yeah with, 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 from x anyway yeah but then like the later half is when it was like a whole bunch of different sounds that yeah, i'm used to from that's, that's when it started picking it was up just for that me. the first half it was like it, it was the same thing too often at first right but yeah I feel you. Dang, this album could be interpreted like a million different ways. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how he. That's how. That's he how wants he it. wants it, though. But uh, just real quick, I know you. I, mean, I think you mentioned this. Like you said, you might have felt a way about like the label still like kind of exploiting him. Also, oh, so uh, also I'm. I thought it was weird that Ski wasn't on here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the cons for me. No Ski mask. Yeah. That's kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get Rick Ross out of here. Put Ski on. Yeah, there. fuck. But that's I, my thing. But I can understand. Yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that, that's a good solution. But I can understand why Ski didn't want to be on here. If he chose not to be on here, if they, I hope they did ask him to do it. Yeah. If he chose not to, I can understand it as well because it's kind of like you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like if if I was Ski, ooh man, and like that's your friend like that, I would have been like, I want to be the one heading this project, bro. 
I felt like if Ski would have headed this project, it would have been better. But hey, I, I can understand that. It's, that's a lot to take on. Yeah, especially when you're so emotional. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like it's just it's your friend. And shit. Man, prioritize that man. I know he going through it. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I'm, I'm sorry. You de- you were about to bring up. Yeah, I did feel like. I don't know. I'm not saying that it was exploitative, but I wish this project maybe for me would have came out a few years later just to kind of break up all the – it's been so many X features on, like, songs and shit, like, after he died, you know? It was just weird for me, and I was just kind of like, I wish they would have given him a break and maybe, like, a a year or so down the line (laughs) – X project, spend a bit more time on it, you know. Right. There's, there's no rush, but that's the part that I I just wish they would have given this a break because it's. But I mean, I guess now it's all out there and they can finally let this man rest in peace. Because I I don't know, it was just weird for me all the things that were buzzing up about him and it was all like, oh, I got an X feature on my, how oh, I got an X feature here and here, or from people that I didn't know to be his friends or mentors. Not saying that they weren't. Even if they were, it's like, okay, I get it. But it's just for me, it's like, oh, man, it's a lot. It just feels weird hearing him this often like this. I would much rather hear him in the context of a project, but later on down the line. But it's here now, so. Yeah, because, wait, how did they do the release for the Tupac and Biggie post-human? That's a good question that I wanted to go back into and look at. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to do that, too, but we didn't have enough didn't time. didn't have enough time. So, but what about you? Favorite tracks? Favorite tracks. Uh, I already said them, but oh shit, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he was gonna be like, yeah. So again, was not okay. Ratings before we get up out of here. All right, ratings for me. This project, okay, for me, this project is a strong four because you know, as an X fan, this is very enjoyable. I can, I can be at peace about his discography now. I feel you. But it's a strong four because musically it's, it doesn't have the elements to be a good project. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't mean to be so harsh on the X project, but that's just, that's how, just how that's just the case. That's but just how I feel. That, does, that doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy the fuck out of this album because it's, it's the grand parade I'm feeling like. You know, we're celebrating yeah. the life of a legend. So, And the way, like I said, the way I'm looking at it is if somehow X is able to give his fans one last concert and just enjoy all of this from my heart kind of thing though it feels a bit weird because you can hear the industry and technical aspects manipulation in there which i don't like so much but overall man i thought the project ended strong it was a it was i feel like it was a good display of what x was on before he went mm-hmm. um it, it was a dense project there was a lot of features on there but I guess you kind of needed that. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll give this project, at the moment, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was some elements on here that I really liked and that, you know, and I feel like if X would have been able to arrange this himself, obviously it would have been a lot better. But, you know, I enjoy, as as an event as it was, I'm not going to be going back and listen to this whole project, but as for what it was, I'll give it a six. I You know, I enjoyed it enough. I'll give this project a five. Um, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of, of both you guys. Um, I think that um, the strong points on this album are really strong. Like I said, his his attention to detail with his production and the way he uses his voice um, and his energy helps a lot when he's um, crafting his songs. But 
the oversaturation of the pop sounds just you know <laughs> i'm i you know just it's not my thing like you know what i'm saying like it's just not something i personally like to listen to all the time or like that alternative sound he uses it well um in some areas but like when when he does that when it's just a lot for album um that's just not something i personally like listen to um the, i thought the features for the most part were good um and i think that x's this album showed like just like x's brimming potential to be like you know what i'm saying just he'd have been even bigger than he was or than he is actually um and i think that this project kind of showed like more of his trajectory you know what i'm saying yeah. like in a lot of areas um and it still showed um areas where there could be um improvement but um for what it was um it 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 was it was overall um a decent decent project yeah with some really good moments and some moments that just weren't for me so you know that's how I'll rate it at the end so of x's post hamas releases would y'all say this is better than skins or worse than skins i don't even remember skins like that i remember i remember that another day i remember two songs off of skins i think this song i think i probably like this better yeah this probably this song is probably this this album is probably a little better even though i I do like skins though i do like skins to me i think skins was more of a complete x project than this was that's a good I gotta point. Go back and listen. That's because it was shorter and it seemed more concise. Yeah, that's a good point. Because Skins seemed more like a X project. This one seemed like X's label's project. Yeah, yeah. This does that's, seem like X's yeah. label project. That's probably why Rick Ross is on there. I, well, <laughs> for some reason, this man's clout game has stayed up there. Uh, Bruh, Rick Ross flosses saying, well. He flosses mediocrity well. Mediocrity at its finest. He flosses well. <laughs> but um, before we get out of music, before we get out of here, let us know what you guys think of the album. Uh, do you like skins or this better? Um, bad bi- bad vibes forever. Let us know what you rate it. Let us know some of your favorite tracks, worst tracks. And uh, let us know what you would like us to review next. I'm Huey Revolution. You can follow me everywhere at Huey Revolution. We're Low Mid. You can follow us on YouTube at Low Mid. You can follow us on Instagram at Low Mid Productions. And I love you guys. And you can follow our Reddit, r slash Low Mid. Gang, and you can follow our Discord on Discord. <laughs> Hashtag low mid. The, the, you can the, fo- the Discord link will be on yeah. our Reddit. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at King Ramil, King R A H M I L, and like you say, you can follow all those pages on our YouTube channel for more content coming soon in the future. Yes, and you can follow me Nemo the Zeus at Nemo the Zeus N E M O T H E Z E U S. Gang shit.